Computer, initialize Holosuite. Hello and welcome to another episode of Blast Shield, a Lower Decks podcast. It's our first episode of 2021. We ages. thought this year would be better. Yeah, well I actually thought we'd have more podcasts out on this show by now as well, but we've been sort of neck deep in our other podcasts, so we haven't got round to... Wading through. Yeah, we haven't got round to this show for a little while, but it's been on the plan and on the agenda. We've rewatched the entire first season of Lower Decks, ready for this particular episode, and Katie, this episode was determined by our listeners on social media. Thanks guys! Yeah, who voted, had a few options... I think it was a character study of Boimler, a audio commentary on the first episode of Lower Decks, and then our favourite action scenes in season one. And so the action scenes won. Good so, choice. Yeah, we'll be talking about the best action scenes for you and for me of the first season. We will get round to the other episode ideas as well over the coming months. But today we are here to talk about the action, so we will get onto that soon. Before then, hopefully, listeners, you've noticed the slight change in our opening music. We've added in a lovely segment of Lower Decks just to really hit home and reaffirm the name of the show. So I'm quite happy with it. And to psych you the f*** up. Yeah, to psych you the f- up. A few things have changed since we were last on. We now have a Patreon, which we didn't have uh, last time we were on, Katie. And uh, this Patreon is part of my overall website that I run. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash nerd since 86, that's the number 86. There's a couple of packages on there right now. Uh, some have been taken off for the time being, but there is a Trekkie package. Now that Trekkie package will, guess what, Katie? It'll give you access to all my Star Trek stuff. Yeah, so that is the first Trek, our podcast we release every two weeks. You get to have that a week early than everyone else, and you also get an extended episode of it. So uh, we have an after show that we record with every single Her First Trek. It can vary from five to ten minutes long. It's purpose-built, so to speak, so it is designed as an after show. I used to put it on a separate track on the Patreon, but I now actually just incorporate it into the end of our episodes. So if you sign up for the Patreon and you listen to her first track, the episodes that are on there for the, uh, the last three or four actually have the after show at the end of the show. So you can go back and listen to that. Uh, and it's a lot more chilled. It's almost like you're here with us. With us, yeah. We uh, kick off our slippers. We normally have a swig of our drinks and we just chill out for a bit more and rank the episodes. Um, but one of the perks as well with the tracky package uh, on the Patreon is that you get uh, early access to Blast Shield episodes. So that will... Also apply when Lower Decks is back for season two. So you'll get a day or two early access on uh, Blast Shield episode reviews. So that's the Patreon out the way. That's patreon.com forward slash nerdsince86. We've also, just to keep plugging, we have merchandise now. I can't believe that there's actual merch with shit I've said on it. I know, right? I'm not wearing it right now, but uh, I think it's in the washing right now. Or the laundry, as some of our listeners might refer to it. If they're from America. Uh, yes, yeah, so Blast Shield has its own merch now. We have a uh, design, calling it the first wave. It's the season one design. And so it is the Starfleet Delta shape made up of all the episode titles of our season one reviews. So if you want to have a shirt that says multiple times, this one is dripping all over me, or 
Ransom's Got Wood or... Uh, Ransom's Wood, yeah. Or um, Cooler Than a Flaming Space Cucumber or what else we got? It's only when you see all of that stuff together that you realise just how ridiculous we are yeah. as human beings. Yeah, so <laughs> we fail as human beings. Uh, so yeah, we have merch out. So if you go to uh, our social medias, so you'll find links on there. Or just go to nerdsince86.com and hit on the shop button and it'll take you to Blast Shield merch. You can get t-shirts in various colours. Uh, there's also a women's t-shirt on there if women don't want to wear the unisex design. Uh, we have leggings. Socks. Socks in, in department colour, which are awesome. Uh, I need to get some socks myself. I've got the t-shirt. Um, but yeah, they're Been really there, nice Been there, done fit. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a really nice fit as well, the t-shirt on the unisex. So It's soft too. It is soft, isn't it? It's nice. Yeah. Uh, it's good quality. So please uh, check it out. And if you want to wear our merch, please do. Uh, all the money goes straight back into the show and what we do here. So that's all that stuff out the way. So Kate, it's been a few months since we were last on. Our last episode was called I'm Giorgio's Favourite Dish. Ah, yeah, I remember uh, it fondly. Yeah, that was our Christmas special, really, where we didn't really talk about Lower Decks too much. But um, unfortunately, because that's the last episode we put out, we've had a real surge in popularity since Lower Decks was released worldwide. And so that episode in particular is getting lots and lots of downloads still uh, since. It's actually our highest downloaded episode that we've done. Um, well, sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but it was just a random episode. It, was, it wasn't really much to do with Lower Decks. So um, it was just the same Merry Christmas. So uh, now we're back with a proper one. And yeah, since then, Lower Decks has come out on Amazon Prime. That's where we mm. watched it for um, our rewatch. And just like... Better the second time. Better the second time. That, that's always true. In the words of Captain Hammer... Who? This is so nice... I might just sleep oh. with the same girl twice. They say it's better the second time. They say you get to do the weird stuff. We do the weird stuff. Do, do. That's from uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Ah. Nathan Fillion. So yeah, the second time is always better. You get to do weird stuff, which is what it felt like with uh, our Lower Decks rewatch. Hopefully not exactly the same. So how have you been? I say this like I don't know. I've been with you, but our listeners... <laughs> I'm we'll good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not much new going on because lockdown. Yeah, it's really made the world the same for a year, hasn't it? Really samey, which is yeah. why I think my last birthday doesn't count. Well, hang on now. No one's. I'm not saying just I, me. I'm yeah, not was, special here. I'm I was just about saying. to say because this episode's going out to patrons on my birthday and Happy birthday. a week later. Yeah, a week later to everyone else, and I've had two birthdays in lockdown. You so if you're say saying that, that your one birthday, in which I spent probably more money on a birthday than I've ever spent in my life, um, it doesn't count, then I'm going to cash in on my two birthdays. Yeah, fine. But you're saying that like you don't want that. Like your lockdown birthday, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. It was probably the best day ever for you because you didn't have to see anyone I or know. do anything. No forced interaction with anyone. Whereas for me, I was like, I want to go out. I want to see my friends. But we weren't in friend. full lockdown on yours, though, if you remember. No, uh, I restaurants know. I was actually super lucky. Yeah, restaurants were open. We went for food and we and things like that. So they're not open right now. They're in the UK. But uh, the vaccine is rolling out. We haven't had ours yet. Do you know a year ago right now? Like exactly one year ago, I had COVID. You were just getting over it at this point, And I was currently locked away in the front room, actually binging Doctor Who. I think on this exact day would have been when I started season nine. And I watched it all in one day. I don't know what the hell I did for that whole week. Honestly, I, I look back and I just think like, I know I felt awful, but I don't remember the whole week. 
What's more concerning is that I worked. Yeah, you were teaching <laughs> via online, obviously. Katie didn't go into a school, but was teaching online. And yeah, somehow you taught people how to speak our language whilst you could barely speak yourself. And had a high fever and were, I guess, a little delirious. Definitely. I mean, I thought I saw a duck running across the floor at one point. <laughs> yeah, for me, not a whole lot's changed since last one. We've just been rolling out with, with her first trek of the show, which is where you are watching all of the old Star Trek. I do have to say, I think that a lot of the reason that Lower Decks is better this time around is because I get it, like, way more. Yeah. Like, the first time I was like, that's kind of funny. And now this time I'm like, oh my god, that is so Kirk. You've picked up on references, and so have I. And by the way, if you can hear any noise behind us, I don't know if you can, but it's, it's suddenly got really windy. It's blowing a f***ing gale. Yeah. yeah, so you're going through the entire library, you've got some references, I've got some references for the first time as well. And that's only when we're currently going through the first seasons of all the shows, so there'll probably be even more Lower Deck stuff that we'd pick up again if we rewatched it in a few mm. months. And... Well, I can see you chucking along to some stuff, and I'm like, I'm not there yet. As we record this, you have completed your watch of Season 1 of Voyager mm. and Season 1 of DS9. Coming up on your viewing of season one of TNG, we're nowhere near those episodes going out yet on her first track, but we've released the first eight episodes of that show. So please, guys, go check that out. Find out what Katie thinks of Star Trek. So we're doing TOS, TNG, DS9 and Voyager. You may be surprised. You may be surprised. I certainly was. There's been some shocking twists and turns <laughs> along the way. Also, I'm like a top dude on Sweet Media now. What does that mean? Um, not a whole lot. <laughs> top men. It just means that, uh, well, I'm a top, yeah, so. No, no, I was making an Indiana Jones reference. Oh, okay, I thought you were making a top and bottom Actually, reference. Will Wheaton actually put this on his Instagram the other day, a joke about the top men thing. Oh. Because I, I follow all those people I don't get now. it. I, you know, I've never watched a full Indiana Jones film. Apart from the fourth one, I saw it in the cinema and that was That was to, diabolical. Yeah, enough to make me not want to go back and rewatch the That was the ones. Crystal Skull one, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the biggest waste of my life. That was during that spell where... Spielberg just had to include aliens and in everything he was doing. <laughs> Before we get into the uh, the action scenes that we've sort of compiled a list of, some big news. Lower Decks is coming out on DVD and Blu-ray in America. I guess it's probably North America. So I think Canada gets similar release times on May 18th. So if you want to not rely on your internet connection to watch Lower Decks on Paramount Plus uh, in America, you'll be able to grab it on DVD. I personally go for Blu-ray. Two editions of Blu-ray. There's a Steelbook limited edition, which looks gorgeous. Which no doubt will be arriving at my front door on May the 18th. Uh, I can't get the American ones, but no. when it comes out in the UK, yes, indeed. And there'll also be a normal Blu-ray and then the DVD. So make sure you grab that. Two hours of extra features on there, Kate. Two hours. Ooh. Do you know what? Extra features have never drawn me in, but that's for the first time I felt a little tingle in a special place. Yeah. Oh, really? Ooh. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant in my tummy, but it came out wrong. I completely thought you were referring yeah, to your vagina. Why are we here? As we said earlier, we're here to talk about our favourite action scenes. Now, what we've done is we've made it a list episode. So you've compiled your top three action scenes. Mm-hmm. I've compiled my top three action scenes. We have not spoken to each we other We haven't about spoken. Those. We don't know each other's favourites. I've also got an honourable mentions list as well, which I will be drawn upon if you happen to say one of the ones that I've got. Okay, good. Because yeah. I was going to say, like, what are we going to do if we've got the same? After we are done sort of explaining our lists, we have to choose and agree upon the best action scene. We can't agree upon anything. Well, put it this way. If we each have two different ones from each other and one that's the same, then you'd think that means that that mm. one scene is probably the best action scene. Okay. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. So we don't know how this is going to be. I've never done a list episode. In all the podcasts I've done, I've never done a top three or top five or whatever. So this is a a first time. Let's just jump into it. Okay. I'd like to know from you, you know, action scenes could be anything. 
It's just a sequence. It could be a sequence, it could be an extended, lengthy space battle, a fight, chase, I don't know. What is your favourite action sequence? One of your top three. One of my top... Do I you, don't have to rank it yet, well, do I? Well, you don't need to rank them, I don't think, yet, no. Okay. You can just tell me what your three favourites are. I'll start with your first and I'll give mine. Okay. One of mine is going to be the sequence between Boimler's girlfriend and Mariner when they beat the living crap out of each other because they both think each other are parasites. Damn it, Katie. You can have that one if you like because uh, I've got another no, one that I no, can fill it fine, in with. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. That was going in on mine. That was awesome. A lot of girl power there. Yeah, that was a really good scene. Like, I remember when, is it Mariner gets smashed through yeah. the glass and the consoles? And it, like, it is rough. They are beating the crap out of each other. And I, every time I watch that sequence, I just keep thinking, if this was live action, this would be, yeah. oh, this God. Would be really rough. You like, need some seriously good stuntmen for that. Yeah. And, stunt women. Stunt uh, people? Stunt people, I think, would be the correct persons. Stunt persons. <laughs> okay. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, the scene actually saw Mariner lose the fight. You know, it's, yeah. uh, we also forget this. Mariner's pretty kick-ass, but she lost that fight against Barb. I think that was the best thing about this bit is because we're not used to seeing Mariner play second fiddle hmm. to anyone, especially with regards to like being a badass. And Barb kicked her ass. Yeah, at first it looked like Mariner might have it, but then Barb did her in in the end to the point where I would say Barb won the fight. I thought that scene had everything like it was darkly lit. You could see out the sort of view screen at what was going on, on the planet that was getting destroyed, the moon, sorry, that they were destroying outside. Uh, you had a naked person in there, you know, Boimler was just laying there naked, thankfully censored. Yeah, I just thought the fight was really rough and the, the little trash talking that was going on. And I like how them. it was resolved as well. It was yeah. resolved over a mutual like lol moment of Boimler being so ridiculous. I can't remember how it came to a stop though. Yeah, I think they were. That's what stopped the fight, wasn't it? Talking about Boimler. Yeah, then... because Barb was about to like knock her lights out. Yeah, and then Barb uh, confirmed that she also thought there was something wrong with Mariner. So Mariner thought there was something up with Barb. Barb thought something about Mariner. They both just wanted to protect Boimler. And it turns out that Boim- she was only really into Boimler because Boimler had a bug on his head that made him attractive to the first person that saw him. I was disappointed with that. Yeah, it was a bit sad. I mean, it felt really sad for Boimler. He dealt with it well, though. Yeah. Like yeah. a trooper. Yeah. Uh, but that fight, I agree with you, definitely in the top three action sequences of... Boom! Uh, so this is the first one. It's the same one already. So uh, I think you've I think you've cheated on this. How? I think you've heard me say which ones I like. To whom? Oh, you've seen my eyes light up <laughs> when I'm watching them. And you've been watching me and taking notes. Okay. So, well, I'll say that as my first one. Uh, well, you've taken it actually from me. So I'm going to... You're going to take one from me now, I bet. I'm gonna Is it your turn next or me? Would you like to list all yours before me? Yes, please. Okay. So this means I might have to do some adjustments as we go. So what, what's your second? My second um, one is going to be the Kirk Fu moment between Ransom and that giant stupid thing. I like to think of him as a troll. So a giant troll. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. This was episode three, Temporal Edict. Mostly because it was such a surprise that he was so badass. Because I thought he was just going to be one of those yeah. people that just looked pretty and didn't really have any backing. And then when he pulled out the moves, I was like, whoa, cool. And then Mariner was like, why is this so hot? God damn it. Yeah, and I thought that was really funny. I think we all thought Ransom was going to go into that fight scene thinking that it was game over before it even started and he was going to lose. But I think the moment he rips his uniform off, <laughs> yeah. which is hard anyway to rip a shirt, but to rip an actual like jacket like that mm. pretty impressive and then he had like about i don't know i think it's like 62 abs he just looked ripped and then he was just like you know a little bit of this yeah a little bit of that <laughs> i was just gonna say it was the way that he also narrated it it was just perfect it was great ransom definitely went to the school of kirk foo ransom foo maybe we should be calling it we should probably start calling it kirk foo at home because the way our son son says kung foo <laughs> 
well, is bad. Doesn't, yeah, definitely does not sound like Kung. Just pop a T on the end of it, and maybe you have an idea of. And he what shouts he says. it outside the school gates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this scene was when Ransom was trying to uh, fight for the survival of his team because a big giant rock was about to get dropped onto his uh, away team by the inhabitants of the planet. Mm. And him and Mariner have a good like scrap over it first. But who's going to go out? And then he stabs her foot, do you remember? Yeah, that was cold. Mm. But very Starfleet. <laughs> what, to stab her foot? And... Well, no, to just like stop someone from going to what he thinks is certain death. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can I can feel that. Yeah. So I agree that was a really good scene. That actually was in my honourable mentions okay. category. So it's not one of my... Favourite three. But that means you've got one more. I have. Okay. I'm worried now. No, you know which one it is. You've I got don't, to know. I can't remember. Really? Go on, tell me. I thought it'd be obvious. I think it is now you said that. I've got but... one word for you. Badgie. Oh. <laughs> you've taken another one of mine. Yeah, of course. Oh, it was no. awesome. Okay, so I'm assuming you're referring to episode six, Terminal Provocations, which was uh, bad, the first Badgie versus Rutherford one. Can I teach you a lesson? <laughs> yeah, the, the holodeck <laughs> battle. Any particular part of this fight sequence? Um, just, the, I think it's not really a fighting part, but when they're like running up the stairs away from him and he's like, I'm going to rip your skin off. <laughs> Whilst he's like <laughs> panting for air and he's dragging himself up the steps. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to rip your flesh from your body whatever the line is because like i know that the conviction is really there because he's so evil oh yeah he hates him he hates um, rutherford yeah but like he's so helpless because he's just dying on his way up some stairs i think the best part is that as he's doing that trash talking i don't even think they can hear him (laughs) i just think he's saying this i'm i'm pretty sure they can't hear him from how far away they are yeah so this was on the holodeck after uh, a holodeck malfunction had turned the safeties off and badgie who had been Slapped around by Rutherford a bit just before it, because Rutherford was trying to impress Tendi and Badgie wasn't working properly. Uh, Badgie sort turned. of... He, yeah, he turned. He turned heel on Rutherford and wanted to kill him and yeah. bleed and him to death. And then Rutherford has to, like, mercy kill him. Yeah, so they managed to change the... Yeah, they changed the weather conditions <laughs> to slow Badgie down. Uh, so it's like... You know, ice cold. It's like being in the Antarctic or something. And um, Rutherford, they get into a fight. Um, I can't remember what slows down Badger. I think he starts to like freeze, isn't he? Yeah. And um, Rutherford snaps his neck. Yeah. Which, um, if you're not sure who Badger is, Badger is a, a Starfleet combat shaped thing. So he doesn't actually have doesn't a neck. Really have a neck. But I mean, this this was a sore point for. Badgie as well, because when Badgie returns in the season finale, and it turns out he's come up with this devious plot to trick Rutherford and have him killed, but it just results in Shax dying. When Rutherford's like, why are you doing this to me? And Badgie's like, you snapped my neck! Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, another bit from that scene that we loved was when he was chasing Rutherford was when they're on the beige or in the holodeck, yeah. and then Badgie jumps down, and in a moment of shocking violence for the show, <laughs> rips arms off this Bajoran and, yeah. and limbs, and you just see blood spraying up the screen. I mean, you know how you said about the Mariner and Barb fight being in live action? Just imagine... Oh my gosh. ...the rating you'd have to put on this yeah. if yeah. this bit was live It'd be action. adults only. It'd be adults This is only. like Walking Dead style Yeah, it is, gore. yeah. And it comes out of nowhere. You kind of forget. You could have it on in front of the kids. And I, I get Lower Dex's adult show, but you could have the kids on and have no issues and then suddenly there's blood spurting mm. up your screen. And I thought that was a great chase. I mean, poor Rutherford had to kill his son, basically. That was bad. He was I think he was daddy. okay about it. 
Okay, well, I'm going to go through mine. Although I'm a bit screwed now because you've said two of my three. I did have a, I did have one that nearly made it onto the. Well, don't list. say it yet. Then, well, that'll okay. be honourable mentions and okay. when we get to it. Okay, so actually, I did rank mine in what would have been my favourite order, but the one you didn't mention was actually my favourite. Okay. Of the whole show, I've cheated a bit on this because it's not really so much a scene you or sequence. It. it is pretty much like a whole third of an episode. Uh, it's from the season finale, No Small Parts. For me, it's when the Cerritos comes out of warp after getting their distress signal from their companion ship, uh, the one that had been destroyed by Paclids, but they didn't know that yet, the Cerritos. And they drop out of warp, and they got the nebula there, and the debris from the Starfleet ship, but then the Paclids show up. And from that exact moment, they drop in, and it's like uh, shit has hit the fan straight away, right through until the moment the Titan comes and saves the day. That whole, whatever it was, 10, 15 minutes for me was some of the best Star Trek I've ever seen. I thought the battles were brilliant. There was the, the fight on the ship where, you know, Mariner pulls out all this contraband. Yeah. That, and stuff that we'd seen her doing like all season, they all came back together. She had a battleth from the first episode and at the near death of Captain Freeman mm. when we thought she was going to die. And then you had the space battle and Cerritos just getting torn apart. It actually hurts. Even now, rewatching mm. it, it's like mercilessly is wrecking the Cerritos to the point where I thought the ship was done because, you know, the, the name of the ship is not in the show's name. Yeah, I'm the... not really sure how they put that thing back together. Yeah, <laughs> like, neither am I. I think essentially they had to... I'm not good at puzzles, but that's an extra puzzle. It must be new warp nacelle, at least. I doubt they just reattached the old one. Mm. Do you think? How did they get it? Did they track to beam it back? They would have had to, I guess. Or yeah. get a bigger ship and pull it into the ship. But yeah, I, I just remember thinking the ship was going to go. And maybe season two would focus on someone else or on just them on a new ship. I wasn't sure. But yeah, so that whole bit and then the Titan coming in was just a, an amazing moment for me. And the TNG music kicking in as the Titan saving the day. That whole bit for me was my favorite action sequence or action period of the whole Yeah, that's show. cheating because I, the reason I'm saying this now is because one of my honourable mentions was the bit where they grab where the, what they called the people with the, the salvage people, scavenger people with the claws, what are they called? The Paclids. Yeah, them. Yeah. When they grab the other one, the Solvang, oh, is it? Oh, the first the Solvang, and yeah. And that exploded because that was such a shocking moment for me. And I saw how distressed they all were. You could have included that, yeah. And I didn't think about how it went then from the rest of the episode, but that was a really shocking moment. Yeah, that was... And the silence as it like blew up it was, was like, oh, remarkably wow. serious for Lower Decks that had never really shown much death before. They'd always got out with situations. just said that Badgie ripped the arms off. No, but I mean, like the spaceships, they... <laughs> always save the ship yeah. or something you know and then in this instance it was just like and the way it blew up yeah you know they're trying to yeah. i mean i don't understand why you'd warp away when someone's got their like grappler locked around you in a cell but uh but the fact that it just goes to warp and it just goes yeah and you're like holy it was crap awful. they didn't even have their shoes on when they died you know? they hadn't even peeled the plastic off the screens yeah, and the ship was gone i mean that was really good i didn't want to include that because there's a lot in between but i guess mm. you could say I've, i have cheated i cheated on my test so to speak so we need to pick a favourite one. Now, the problem here is that if we go with the idea that we go with one that we both said, they're not actually my favourite ones. Oh, no. But I can understand it. But we will stick to what we said, though. Can we, we agree? Just, can we just agree that your one that you just said was like massive cheat moment? It, what, you've disqualified it? I think so. That it, was, means, it was awesome, but it was a whole That episode. means I contributed nothing. Okay, fine. I, I'm disqualified episode. from this. I've cheated. I cheated. You're right. I did. I did. Yeah, you knew it because you said it. I did. So that means then we need to pick between Badgie versus Rutherford, their entire brawl, I guess, in the holodeck, 
most specifically the neck snap moment. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> yeah. got to be the. I think we're looking at that as the the action sequence part, and then the Mariner versus Barb brutal fight in episode five, Cupid's errant Ooh. arrow. So we need to work out how we're going to decide. I've got an idea. What? Why don't we? come up with a hand action for each one and then we'll do sort of a rock, paper, scissors moment and see which one How's the other one work? picks. So we both have to do it at the same time so that we can't cheat. Okay, I don't really understand the game. But there's three options in rock, paper, scissors. Okay, well this time there are only two. So whichever one wins, Yeah. that's it. Okay, so what are we doing? Scissors for badgy because it's kind of like badgy shaped. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah. see it, yeah. And this one for Mariner because they're punching the shit out of each other. Rock. The rock one. Okay, so we're, yeah. just, we're, so we're playing rock and scissors. Yeah. But that doesn't work though. Why? Because if I want to win, I'm just going to say rock. No, 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 no. It's just to demonstrate which one you want to pick because... Oh, yeah. I see. I see. So that we're telling each other at the same time, but we're not screaming at each other. Okay, all right. Okay, and leaves fine. a bit of suspense. For a bit of suspense for listeners who cannot see our hand actions. Yeah. Okay, so I have to either do... Which is good, because I'm always like giving you the finger and stuff during so, the episodes. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was just me to you. But... So we've either got to scissor each other or fist each other. <laughs> it's basically... At least we're not spocking each other. Yeah, at least, at least we're not spocking. No. Uh, your fist or mine. All right, okay. So mm-hmm. are we doing it on three or after three? After three. One, two, three. Oh, I forgot, what, I forgot what we're doing. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can I just ask a question? Okay, yeah. What's the criteria? Is it just favourite? Your or... favourite one. Okay. Which one was your favourite one? Okay. Do you not have a favourite of the two? I like them both for different reasons, if you know what oh, I mean. Okay. Oh, so we really can't decide. No. We've got to do this weird fisting and scissoring yeah. game, we'll call it. So it's fisting and scissoring. Okay? Here we go. Wow. Ready? This is taking a turn. Okay. Okay. I can't see you getting So we're going to do it on ready. three, okay? Yeah. No, after three. After three. One, okay. two, three, okay. bang. You can count it in. Okay. Why aren't you getting your fist ready? What's the matter with you? I didn't know we were going to show because that's ready in the fist. <laughs> yeah, because you can change it okay. if you want to. One, two, three, bang. Yay! Hey, so we both agreed. We've, we've started scissoring each other. That means that the Badgie versus Rutherford holodeck battle in episode six is our official winner of favourite slash best action <laughs> My gosh, sequence. my breath. I did not know which way that was going to go. No, I mean, I was going to lean into the fist, but then we went with the... I thought it's scissoring. You shut your eyes for it. You I was were a bit really nervous. in there. Yeah, I was worried. Uh, but, you know, the reason this one won for me, partly because of the blood when the drawings <laughs> were getting ripped apart, but just the sheer brutality of Badgie getting his neck snapped. And his, like, weird sort of, like, I love you, but also I hate you thing. Like, can I teach you a lesson? Like, he was psychotic. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a nutter. Actual completely. psychopath. Uh, so let's do honourable mentions then. Okay. So I'm going to list you some. Maybe you'll think of other ones. But uh, I think episode one, second contact, my honourable mention goes to when Rutherford and his date were outside the ship. <laughs> and you could see through the windows and you could see tracks fighting all the zombies off. I just thought there was an epic battle going on there we didn't get to see. Yeah. Uh, so that's got an honourable mention. When the Cerritos crew fight back against the cavemen alien things. Oh, yeah. Uh, in episode three, Temporal Edict. The moment where she's like, you can take as much buffer time as you want and, and do things your way. And suddenly the crew fight back and it, some of it's like really brutal. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that was... One as well. I did have Ransom's Kirk Fu on there as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one we neither of us mentioned, actually, was when the Cerritos was getting, like, terraformed in episode oh, four, yeah, Moist yeah, Vessel. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. all the bits were coming through the ship. Yeah. I was like, whoa, this is a bit... That was good. And then the bits with Tendi and the guy who ascends. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, so, oh, great episode again, that one. And the last one I've got down was Marino with her friend, whose name escapes me, the captain, 
in episode 7, Much Ado About Boimler, when they're trying to save the crew of the... What, what was it called? Those ones who end up on the Solvang. Were they the, the Robodile or Robodoo? Don't know. I'm just saying. I'm Robodabadoo! <laughs> yeah, I'm basically <laughs> just making noises at this point. But the, Bless the, you. And that's mine. Have you got any other honourable mentions from you? Um, Yeah, one. Okay. Um, it's not really a bat... Well, it is a battle between a man and beast. Boimler versus spider. <laughs> <laughs> I did debate I this one. That one. So that's episode one in yeah. Second Contact. I mean, this bit's hilarious, where for some reason, uh, Mariner's plan was to get them in their underwear and hide their uniforms, make it look like they were hiding in a rock. The big milk spider uh, falls for it, but is really going to town, as Boimler says, on Boimler's <laughs> uh, uniform, not not Mariner's. Mariner's looking all badass in her underwear, and they jump down there. And she jumps down absolutely fine to try and stop the spider thing, but Boimler, when he jumps, just... I mean, you'd give him, like, a, a 10 out of 10 if he was in, a like, a diving competition in the swimming yeah. pool. Because the way he just, he, he just majestically dives down into the mouth of the spider <laughs> and then gets... You couldn't plan that. Yeah, you know, he gets suckled on for a, a while. It's the way that he's, like, so distressed and Mariner's like, don't worry, it's just suckling you. Just, yeah, what was it? Just, like, you know, pretty much just lay there and, and take it until yeah. it's done. And he was so sad, like he looked like such a sad little puppy because like Aww. he's naked and yeah. he's obviously like trying to please and just well, covered like in spider first, spit. That's the first Boimler action scene, really. Yeah. It was a sign of things to come Yeah, on the show. So that was it. We've done it. We've gone through our favourite action sequences. We've agreed that Badgie versus Rutherford was epic. No, that's worked out quite well for us because I've already done the episode artwork for the show. Oh, really? Yes, and it, I, it was Badgie and <laughs> I remember thinking it wasn't really going to win though, so I thought this isn't going to give away any spoilers. But now, now the episode art is a complete spoiler. Oh, maybe you should change it. No, no, I like it. So yeah, this was fun to talk about Lower Decks again, wasn't oh, it? Oh, I've missed it. This is the show that got you on the mission that you're on now. which There's is been a Badgie-shaped hole in my life. Yeah. So we'll talk about her first track one more time before we go. Uh, this show drops every two weeks. It's on Holosuite Media. As I said earlier, it is on patreon.com forward slash nerd since 86. That's the number 86 as well for early access and exclusive after shows as well. And in that show, we talk about three to four to five episodes of the legacy Star Trek shows each week when we get your thoughts on them, which sometimes is wonderful and sometimes is not. I mean, you take someone like Katie and sit her down in front of a Star Trek episode from 1966 you don't know what you're going to get. You really don't know. TNG has been an experience. You haven't taken to DS9 the way I hoped. Voyager, you are drooling at the mouth for. Ready to sign up. Yeah, you're ready to join the crew. So that show's not dated. You can go back to episode one and watch it through. Uh, watch along with us. Yeah, watch along with us uh, as well. Let's see if you agree with our views. So you can find her first track on all your typical podcast apps. You can also see it on hollandsweetmedia.com. We are on social media at her first track. So don't forget to like this podcast, subscribe to it, whatever you do, review it, rate it, please do. We are still what I would call kind of on hiatus, so we're not doing proper review episodes yet and stuff. We're waiting for season two news to drop, and then obviously when season two comes out, we will be releasing weekly reviews. But until then, we're kind of filling the time a little bit with monthly specials or thereabouts. So I'm glad to get one out in 2021. <laughs> Did you forget what year it was? Yeah, I was about to say 2001. And at that exact moment, I Whoa. thought, did I say 2001 earlier? Do you know why I did that just then? Why I got mm, so confused? No. Uh, because who the f*** says 2021? I know, I know. No one yeah. says that. Why did I do that? Why is it not 2021 when it was like 2018? No, it wasn't, was it? It was like 2018. Yeah, I don't know when we switched. Because people did used to say, even in like 2010, it was like 2010, 2011. Because I, I remember having conversations saying, when are we going to switch to 2010, 2011? 
And now we're in 2021. Which doesn't feel right, does it? No. Where is this time going? I know, right? I'm middle-aged. This is a depressing note to yeah. leave off on. Oh, it's a happy note. Joke. We have a date for our wedding, so uh, we yeah. are getting married in three months. Are you going to give How away exciting. the spoiler of the music or no? Uh, have you confirmed that you're doing that? I said yeah. Okay, so what music are you going to be coming into the ceremony with, Katie? If you had asked me this even a couple of months ago, I would have been like, no, no. But the Picard theme tune. Yeah. Just the nice bit. Not like the bit where the skin's flaking away from his face, because that's not a nice image. I don't think the I don't think the music makes you think that the skin flaking off his face, does it? No, it's the nice violin bit, you know. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of music. It is Jeff Russo who composed it. Thank you. Thank you. We will not be paying you a dime for it. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this. Thank you to everyone who's continuing to listen to the show. To anyone who has been watching the show since it came out on Amazon Prime internationally. I hope you've enjoyed going back through our old episode reviews. Those reviews did drop weekly, so you'll see us come up with some theories for future episodes that don't pan out and such. But uh, yeah, go back to the first one and, and go through our most successful two episodes, Katie, our season one finale review and our Christmas message one. So How random. Uh, yes. So please let us know what you thought of this episode and recommend us to your fellow Trekkie friends. Katie, I'll let you see us out of space, Doc. Live long. And prosper. Bye! Presented by Holosuite Media, Blast Shield, a Star Trek Lower Decks podcast, is produced and hosted by Kyle West and myself, Katie Harbin. To keep up to date on all the news and updates from Blast Shield, be sure to follow Blast Shield up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can also find Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Thomas West. To join Holosuite Media's community discussion group, simply type The Nexus into the Facebook search bar and we will see you there. Thank you for listening. This show is brought to you by Holosuite Media. Computer, list other available Holosuite Media programs. Loading Holosuite Preview Program 4, The Janeway, a Star Trek Voyager podcast. Well, I mean, there's no COVID-19 in 2370-something. No, but you don't know what Tuvakian germs he has. Oh, he, he might might be a carrier. I don't know. I just thought <laughs> it was gross. I'd have just used the spoon. I'd he been carries like... the pawn far. <laughs> oh, Neelix with Ponfar. Neelix with Ponfar, Suzanne. Why have you just made this something that's in my brain? Loading Holosuite Preview Program 4, Random Trek Review, a Star Trek review podcast. We get kind of that funny little bit where he's got the relationship book, and I guess maybe they're foreshadowing a little bit of, you know, future, you know, hunk Odo. <laughs> The, the, like, romance book was hilarious. He had a funny line. I forget what it was exactly now. I didn't write it down. I only read three chapters. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was pretty good. And they definitely do this. When they have kind of a heavy, deep episode, they'll sometimes put a little bit of a joke or, or something light off the top. Computer, deactivate Holosuite.